Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of All Out War. We are, on this episode, we are going to be answering some questions. And so, uh, and uh, we've got some explaining to do, which I'll do in just a minute. Um, Rosie, what's up, man? How you doing? Hey, dude, I'm doing good. Yeah? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. It's, yeah. It's, uh, we, yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll get into all this stuff in a minute. We got a lot yeah. to talk about this tonight, but... Um, let's take care of some housekeeping. Let's do some housekeeping. It's time for... Um, our little uh, baby update. Here. Our baby update. What's going on there, Megan? Hello. How are you? Good. Uh, once again, I just want to preface that this is not Megan's baby. It's all of our baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you give us an update? So we are on week 19. Okay. And what is going on with the baby's development is there is a coating around the skin now. That apparently looks like cottage cheese, so that's great. Nice. Um, but it protects the baby's skin from becoming wrinkled as it sits in in all the liquid and all that stuff going on. I suppose you would get pretty pruney after yeah. nine months. Interesting. So this is a good thing. Um, the lungs are developing, um, so that is also a big thing going on. And you might get the first kick this week. Kick it. So, yeah. Like so the, cottage cheese and wiggles. That's right. what is happening right now. <laughs> and it's still a baby. And it's still a baby. And it's still alive. And thank you for that wonderful baby update. Absolutely. <laughs> we are getting closer to finding out the gender. So at some point here, we'll figure out what we're... I think we should do the golden ring test where you like hold it over. Maybe if we hold it over the podcast, oh, it'll swing to the right. Like an iPhone. Is it the right is a boy? I don't, I don't know. That's divination. We don't do that on this oh, thing. Oh, <laughs> okay. Fair. All right. We keep it cool here, not not cultic. Right. <laughs> Anyways, thank you, Megan. That was a good update there. So, uh, hey, uh, we're going to answer some questions, and we've got a lot to fill you in on. So sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy. You're listening to the All Out War Podcast. That's right, warriors. <laughs> this is All Out War. Welcome to another episode. You have reached the crossroads of theology, culture, and politics, and everything in between, from Bigfoot to aliens to intergalactic asteroids. I don't know. I just made that up. <laughs> Rosie, what's up, man? Hey, dude. What's going on? Not a whole lot. We missed you last week. Yes. All of us did. We missed an entire episode last week because you were gone. Well, you know what? I had a good time. You had a good <laughs> So, I but I I also missed being here. Yeah. So you were you were getting hitched, right? I was getting hitched. <laughs> I was at a wedding. You were yeah. at a wedding, but you weren't getting hitched. We don't I don't want all our single girls that are listening to be like, "Oh, Rosie's is finally married." My dreams are over. Let's be honest. <laughs> Even if I was married. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, just keep that in mind, though. Ladies, he's available. So, yeah. if you're into tattooed... They have no idea what I look like. Tattooed men with big beards and strong, strong tattooed men with big beards and um, love, love to talk about fringe topics. He's your man. Yeah. I was going to say, um, we were just talking before this. 
that my future wife is either going to be absolutely insane <laughs> like because she's going to be talking about more weird stuff than I am and right. I'm going to be the one that's like yo you need to stop doing that <laughs> we're at the drive in the just grab the sodas and keep going they don't want to talk here about it yeah or she's going to be the most understanding sweet and have like just be dis dismissive in a nice way so yeah. that my fragile ego ego doesn't get hurt yeah and i'll be like hey guess what the globalists are doing today and she's like what is it just tell me right as she's i don't know doing sitting reading people magazine and i'm like <laughs> blah 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 and she's like oh really okay and i'm like i'm gonna go do okay take out the trash <laughs> and just totally dismissive in a nice way um so i don't I, think you're gonna marry a normie no i just don't think i think she's gonna be super woke so she's gonna be crazier than i am maybe yeah so that's cool maybe we yeah. can add her to the podcast you know on well let's find her first <laughs> yeah, and then, we <laughs> we're already making plans <laughs> <and> this, <laughs> we don't, uh, anyways yeah so i was at a wedding yeah and we missed you it was yeah. i'm glad you, ha you got to go that and have it's fun good to feel missed it was nice to have a week off i'll admit but uh, we're back, man, and we, so let's do, let's tell them what happened. We just got done recording over an hour of recording of a podcast with a guest in studio, and we were having all these technical difficulties to begin with. That we've never had before. Ever. And it wasn't like, like we've had some weird things happen, like when we had a guest before, and it was definitely spiritually, mo it was spiritually yeah, yeah, yeah. connected. This wasn't anything like that. Like, it wasn't a super spiritual episode. It wasn't some, you know, we weren't pounding through the doors of darkness and, you know, like... I like that. Uh, you like that? That's, That's cool. That's a good saying. That just, that just rolled off my tongue. Mm -hmm. But um, it was just a pretty normal, low-key, enjoyable podcast. And um, and you will never hear it. No one's going to hear it. <laughs> Nobody, nobody's going to hear We're never going to tell you who it was. Right. We won't. No. We won't reschedule this thing. It's done. It's been buried and in, God yeah. has spoken. But, and um, unlike Jesus, it, it, will not, <laughs> it, will not, it will not raise from the dead. It's not coming back. Did, we, did, we, did you delete the file? Um, it's, yeah, it's done. It's, it's gone. Done. Yeah. So Sorry, guys. It, it was technical difficulties. We, were, we were, literally could not get the microphone to work the right way and we recorded yeah. for an hour and we were getting signal and stuff but it just wasn't coming through right it was just very it was very strange and we have ex we have extra like our gear is top notch here it's yeah. it's definitely it's broadcast record recording studio quality you know high-end stuff so anyways that happens and so now <laughs> we figured it out after he left and we were like well we got to do something we didn't do a podcast last week we can't go two weeks without having a podcast but we didn't plan for it because we were gonna have this guest yeah so this is sort of like off of the top of our heads it's going to be kind of a uh back and forth kind of badminton back and forth and and it kind of you had a, an idea like we had this great conversation last monday yeah and uh We'd gone to church and we were hanging out after church. <laughs> we were hanging out at a parking lot. At a parking lot at <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. Getting into it. <laughs> right. If you really want to know the secret lives of Rosie and Turner. We get into enthusiastic uh, theological discussions about interesting stuff yeah. in parking lots after 1 a.m. <laughs> and I think historically like, that's how it's been from the beginning yeah. for, for everybody. Like yeah. I don't think we were the first. I think back in like, you know, the, the 800s, they would sit in a field 
you know, after a church meeting and they would um, talk about specific things. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. but so. Well, how about, how, before we get into that. Yeah. Hey, oh, did, did you know? Did you know? That's right. Yeah. I'm so sorry. I was going to say, he's totally, you can tell how good of an actor he is right now by the way that he just said, acted surprised because he already knows this. Oh, me? Yeah. Because I already said it on the previous episode. <laughs> so act surprised and act like, oh, I didn't know that. All right. This is my Even test. Even though I told you. Yeah. Yeah. Because, all right, this is my test. <laughs> We never, by the way, people, our listeners don't know, whenever we do Did You Knows, you don't ever tell me. I never tell you. You never tell me beforehand. I don't know what they are. So our listeners don't know that. Oh, and we, we also got to talk about the sticker too. So go ahead, do your Did You Know, and then okay. we'll share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Sorry. Okay. So did you know yeah, yeah. that in Switzerland, you can, if you apply for citizenship, yeah. you can be denied because you're too annoying. What? <laughs> oh my. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's insane. Yup. All right. Repeat that again. Cause I wasn't listening. I was, wait, I was concentrating <laughs> on my response. Um, so in Switzerland, the, the way, so most countries, if you want to get citizenship, yeah. it's a federal process. Okay. Like the United States has a federal process. It's, it's the same, whichever state, wherever you are. Yeah. Switzerland, it's on a lo local level. Okay. So you can get denied. Um, so basically, you they're talking about the article I read. This woman was like 42, had lived in Switzerland f from the time that she was eight years old. Okay. She was finally like, okay, I'm going to become a Swiss citizen. So she went to go get citizenship <laughs> and her town denied her. So they do, they Oof. actually do a vote. In like you would just go to the public school or you know wherever they hold elections for, right? You know, city count or whatever they do, and everyone in that locale literally votes yes, no. We want to let him be a citizen. And so this particular woman, the one that was forty-two or whatever, yeah, she, <laughs> she was <laughs> a staunch, like in your face vegan <laughs> oh there you go and so the sw so her neighbors were like no this lady's super annoying <laughs> and so they voted because they don't have to have a reason they're just like nah she's not swiss that's the rest she's of the story yeah. yeah she was a vegan <clears throat> i wonder if she was like vegan and she did like crossfit probably they would be like um you have to leave the country yeah <laughs> we're gonna deport you <laughs> you're no longer welcome here yeah Dude, that's a good did you know. Yeah, it is a good did you know. That's cool. I, I knew it, but I liked it. So. <laughs> oh, man. So, a sticker thing. Oh, yeah. So, um, so our listening audience, uh, you just heard Megan. She did the baby update. And, and Austin, her husband, is, is here. They hang out with us very often with a few other people. And Austin took it upon himself. He just texted me last week. And he's like, hey, dude, do you want some stickers? And I was like, Sure. And so he works at a place where they can print these stickers. So they've he made us uh, I don't know a handful of stickers with our logo, and he a couple different logos. Yeah. So we have our a couple of our logo that right now that is current, but then he also used artistic liberty and his design skills to enhance our logo even better. Mm -hmm. The best part about it is it says my name on it. I was gonna say when he showed me those, I was like, this goes against all acts of humility on my part <laughs> i strive to be and i know just by saying there's always like those people where they're like 
oh, I'm so humble, you know? Right, right. And then you're like, you're talking about how humble you are. Obviously, <laughs> you're not that humble. But I, I do try to live a life of humility. Yeah. And uh, it's weird seeing my pseudonym <laughs> on, a, on a thing that people might want to put somewhere. Well, dude, you are this podcast. Like, no, so no, 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 You are. No, you no, are. No, no, oh, no, so, no, 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 no. But it, it says... Uh, all Out War podcast with Rosie and Turner, and it's, he's modified our logo. We're going to have a picture of it up on Instagram. I'll, we'll post it. But here's the thing. We have we want to give them away. We want people to have them. So if you're listening and you want a sticker, here's all you have to do. Just DM us on Instagram or on Twitter or on our Facebook page. You can message us and just say, hey, I want a sticker. Give us your address. Don't make it public. It's got to be DM because I don't want your address to be out in the public domain. Yeah. Uh, but DM us and we will mail you a sticker. Yeah, Just let us it. know where you live and your name and we'll put it on there. And we'll um, and, and for a nominal fee of $5, we will have Rosie sign it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that against your moral code? No, I'm all about making money. <laughs> <laughs> Super capitalist. I got you. I'm with you on that yeah. for sure. Um no, we want to we want to get these out into the you know we don't have merch, we don't have Patreon, we don't have T-shirts. Maybe someday, yeah. Maybe someday it'd be cool to have some stuff like, um, you know, something if something took off. But uh, anyways, so if you want a sticker, DM us, and as many as we have, we'll give out, and um, and it's free. We'll yeah, mail it to you. It. I'll pay for the stamp. Don't worry about that. Yeah. So. Um, I got my forever stamps, so they're already paid for. <laughs> you had a bunch? No, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> Honestly, it's like I haven't mo- mailed a letter in so long, I don't know what they cost even. Are they like 50 cents now a piece or something? I have no idea. Probably, Probably. more than that. Oh, man. Okay. I mean, we have to stay. That's how the post office stays afloat, is by charging more than UPS. Dude, or... I heard that the highest paid, the second highest paid um, position in the federal government is the postmaster. Postmaster? That makes sense. Isn't that weird? Yeah, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> it doesn't, makes no sense. It doesn't keep anything. Uh, what's the first highest? President? The president, yeah. Oh. President's the first highest and the postmaster. I, I, you know what? <laughs> it makes no sense, does it? I don't you know what? <laughs> Say what? Just knowing... <laughs> Just knowing how weird our country is with all these things, I here this. I'll make a promise to everybody. Next time for the did you know, I'm going to do some research into the postmaster. I, I I'm just going. I bet you there's some really crazy thing. Oh yeah. About the, the postmaster has some powers that nobody knows about. Right. I'm sure he has something. What there if has he to could? Be. What if he can declare war? <laughs> He's like, he's third in line for the presidency. No one really knows. They think it's the Speaker of the House, but right. really it's not, you know, they've yeah. been fooling us. Or maybe he's an, maybe he's an add-in um, to the Supreme Court if somebody, <laughs> like a temporary judge. He yeah. writes the presidential letters. He writes the, the presidential letters. He definitely delivers them. Yeah. All right. So. Yeah. That's, um. so get, get your sticker, let us know who you are and where you live and, um. <laughs> that sounds really creepy but we'll send you a sticker yeah um and if you're close we might come by and visit you i don't know maybe not no i, I won't you're shaking your head <laughs> i'm not I'm no not. i won't either all right so um so now that we've gotten all the baby updates did you know anyway. and yeah all that stuff all this that needless banter that tries to be funny we can now move on to hey um, other <laughs> people were laughing that were not me <laughs> our, stu- our totally non-bias studio <laughs> audience was laughing 
<laughs> that we totally don't ask them to laugh. We don't have a, a, a applaud sign no. that lights up. Uh, so we were having a conversation on Monday night. We were. And you brought up a, a couple good questions. And, yeah. Um, and they're just things that you had, but you were thinking, I think they were spurred on by driving home from North Carolina where your wedding was. And you had some hours in the car and you were just like, hey, let me uh, think yeah, about I was these listening. things. Yeah. But um, so the first one that you asked and you yeah. you brought up with us was, what was the purpose of the tree in the garden? Like, why would God make a tree, the trees in the garden, right? Something yeah. along those lines. Yeah. I was going to say, so um, since we have time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I was having this cool conversation with a buddy of mine who is... Uh, just for some backstory, and I think it's killed time. <laughs> no. But uh, so I was talking with this buddy, and this was a question that I, I never really thought about. And he was like, look, we were t- just talking about God. He had never been raised in any kind of Christian home. He had no idea. He'd never read anything about the Bible. He has no idea. Mm. And he, it was so weird. We were just talking, and he was just saying all this stuff. And I'm like, that's biblical. That's biblical. Excuse he, me. he didn't even know that he was biblical. He didn't he was, know. And he was yeah. like, what? Uh. Yo, what? (laughs) um, So he asked me, so he's like, this doesn't question, this doesn't have any bearing on how I view God, but why would he put the, you know, why, why would he even give the ability, um, not the ability, but he's like, why, why would he put the tree there in the first place? Like the purpose, what's the purpose? What's the purpose of the tree? Because yeah. And it was cool later, uh, just as a follow up to that. So I just straight up told him like, dude, I don't know. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that's cool. You know, whatever. He's a, he's a really good guy. I talked to him like a week later when we saw each other. And he was like, yo, I was just praying about all this stuff. Because I told him, you know, we were talking for like two or three hours. And he said, uh, he's just like, you know what? God really convicted me in my heart. And he's like, I don't even care. It doesn't even <laughs> matter. So, uh, Well, but, that's good. But nonetheless... Um, there's the question. There's the that's how that's how it came up in conversation on Monday. Yeah. So, I I was standing there and I was kind of dumbfounded by the question. Honestly, I mean, it was like one in the morning, so <laughs> yeah. that might have had something to do with it. And I had preached earlier, so that might have had something else to do with it. But I did think about it a little bit, and and I hadn't thought about it much more. But then you brought it up again when we realized we needed to do we need to put out a podcast. <laughs> we got to talk about something. But uh, no, I'm just kidding. But um. So I knew I had read a book about it, mm-hmm. and um, and it it was a book ex- exclusively about the the book of Genesis. And there's a great teacher. His name is Henry Morris. He's no longer alive, but he actually was a professor or a I think he was an engineering professor at Virginia Tech, mm. and he was a Christian. And he would write a lot of theological books as well. He taught at some Bible colleges too, adjunct, you know, just as he could pick up you know classes here and there to teach. But um, he he wrote two great books, one on the flood and one on Genesis, and it's basically a record breaking down, sort of. It's like a, it's clumps of verses per at a time, so it's not line by line or word by word, but basically it's exegetical idea and, by idea. Yeah, thought for thought, yeah. and so it would be going through, and he explains out a lot of things that and and. He, in that explaining in that book, it's a fairly thick book. I mean, it's probably, yeah. I've got it in front of me right now. Um, I'm going to say it's about 600, what is it, pages or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, about 700 pages. So it's not a small book. Mm-hmm. But I've read it twice um, because once I taught through Genesis and the other time I was, before I taught through Genesis, I want, I read it when I was researching 
thinking about going to teach through Genesis, bought it, read it, realized this is a great resource, and then I've gone back to it many other times. Um, but um, so this is what Dr. Morris says about the tree in the garden, and and this is what I was thinking in my head, but I couldn't articulate it. Yeah, sometimes yeah. like that stuff gets hidden up in that old brain, and that gray matter holds it and doesn't quite let it out like it should. Yeah. But he says God then called Adam's attention to the abundance of his provision uh, for all of Adam's needs. He was free to eat of any tree in the garden, a better word in context than every tree in the garden. So he's, he was free to eat in, of any tree in the garden, not every tree in the garden, because he had basically put a mandate on him about the two trees, the two trees, the tree of life and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And it says as much as he wanted, he could, he could also eat any herb, um, any herb. Smoking that sticky, sticky green stuff. <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> you like that? Yeah. Uh, that he wanted. Uh, there was not even a restriction against eating the fruit of the tree of life. So he was able to eat from the tree of life, but hmm. not from the tree of... The knowledge of good and evil. Yeah. And it says there was only a single minor restraint, but it would be this restraint that, that would test man's love for God giving him an opportunity to reject God's word if he wished. Hmm. So there's the key, first key. It's love and God's word. Okay. And then it says true love is based on trust, of course, and it would have been altogether natural and appropriate for man to have been so grateful for to God for all he had, <clears throat> all he had done for him, giving him life, a beautiful home, an abundance of good food and profuse variety, and everything that he would want or need, that his own love for God would cause him gladly to follow his will in all things. Seeing so much evidence of God's love, Adam should naturally assume that any instruction coming from God would, would likewise evidence God's love for him, and therefore he would willingly obey it. Thus the one restriction placed on God placed by God on Adam and a bit later on Eve was singularly appropriate for this purpose. There was there was every reason based on love, not fear, for man to conform to God's command and to, and no reason to disobey. If he did disobey, he would he would be without excuse. Yet he did have a choice and so was truly a free moral agent, so he had free will mm -hmm. uh, before God. And this was the simplest imaginable test of man's attitude towards his creator. Would he trust and obey? because he loved the one who had shown so much love for him? Or would he doubt God's goodness and resent his control, rejecting and disobeying his word, on even such an apparently trivial restriction as one forbidden fruit in all of the paradise of abundant provision? So, he put a kind of a slant on it that the tree was purposed, the purpose of the tree was in there to both exhibit God's love and to um, allow God, uh, allow man to submit himself to God's instruction, God's word. And that's always going to be the case for every believer, for everyone who wants to follow God. When, he get, when it comes to his word, do you trust God? Do you obey God? Trust and obey. Those are the two basic tenets of a believer. And I was going to say that I, I never thought about that in the way that <clears> – <throat> When you you said the trust is based in love, which is the wholly appropriate, you know, yeah. way. I did, I really did like, you know, that thing. The way that it was uh, stated, yeah, did 
did he trust that all his needs were going to be taken care of? And right. Yeah. That was a, yeah. But I do like how every, he wrapped it up all up in, in love. Yeah. So, so could it, could God have done something without putting a, a, a tree, you know, in there? Yeah. He could yeah. have absolutely, he could have done it any way he wanted, but he did, he did decide to do that. And it was a demonstration of God's love and God's commands and man's, trust of that love and obedience to his commands. So they worked hand in hand. Yeah. And and I just um you know that was what was in my head but I couldn't get it out. I mean yeah. I remember I we were talking I'm like well there has to be I'll have to go back and look at the Hebrew word for tree, you know. And yeah. I'm like cuz we were talking about if it was actually a physical tree. Yeah. Even in that sense and so would you say it probably was? Yeah, I think I think the garden and paradise were exactly that. It was a garden and it was paradise. I think it was it was a place where God would come right and reside and hang out with with Adam and you know and the creation in a, in a physical form. Mm-hmm. I mean God when it says that God walked with Adam and in the what is it the dew of the mm-hmm. the, the, the cool the, of the day in the morning the and cool the evening. Of the day. Yeah, yeah so that God literally came down. Yeah. and was walking on this physical earth. Yeah. Which is pretty crazy to think about. But yeah. I was going to say, that's kind of one of these things that uh, you'll hear, <laughs> my brain keeps going to this stuff, um, that like, that's almost like an esoteric um, teaching that you'll hear from, I don't know if, it, it, I'll just say new agey, because that's a good catch-all, because <laughs> I'm sure there's new age people that talk about that. Yeah. That there wasn't... Um, you know, that God was trying to deceive them and keep them almost held in bondage. Right. You know, so that like the serpent, um, I've heard this, that it's like um, the Kundalini. So that's a uh, Hindu mm-hmm. Kundalini. Yeah. Cause they do. That's uh, very new age too. Right. Yeah. But they'll talk about, you'll hear people talking about the, uh, I think there's seven ch- chakras, chakras that they talk about in uh yoga and uh, the that yeah new agey stuff but that's all eastern um tradition yeah and so i've heard stuff where they're talking about the crown the crown chakra which is i guess where your they say the third eye is but it's the highest chakra i think i don't is that your pineal gland yeah so they'll say it's right you know where your pineal gland is <laughs> and uh the serpent like to say it that way. is uh, the pineal gland <laughs> yeah um but that the serpent is, because uh, they'll represent the kundalini uh, power, which is the, I, I don't have a good definition off the top of my head, but it's like the the God power, if you will, mm-hmm. that like, resides in all of us, man. Oh, oh, the spark of, of divinity or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and if I'm totally wrong, whatever, correct me, I don't care, but... Um, but that, that's what you hear that like it's not actually that it was there to specifically keep humans in bondage that they'll say that God the knowledge of good and evil why wouldn't God want them to know good and evil because God was this um vengeful person that oh right created us to be robots that just control you know yes God yes master yes master you know whatever you say and that it's very poignant you know the good and evil that you know once we uh if we realize that, uh, and I mean, this is even something I was going to say that the, so I'll finish this thought. 
that you know if we got the knowledge of good and evil we'd you know stick it to god and you know say you're doing bad stuff to us man you know like that right. kind of stuff and raise our fists and you know why would god not want us to know good and evil but so that's not the case i was going to say that also goes into this is the the whole thing about um i don't know which specific tradition teaches this um but it, it's a lot of ancient secret society stuff like they they talk about this um I don't want to say any particular one because I might get in trouble if I talk about a s specific tradition, but there's this idea that Satan, Lucifer, the, the, the one who, the uh, fallen angel, the fallen angel who yeah. talked to Eve about it yeah. is actually the good guy in this story. Oh, right. Yeah. So you'll hear that because he's the one that opened their eyes against the oppressive, yeah. you know, patriarchy of, of god right the yeah. patriarchy of, i've heard it this way man i like, have too yeah the patriarchy of god and uh, lucifer was trying to um unshackle humanity from this uh, oppressive man yeah who obviously was a white man well, <laughs> with a privilege you know god oh, is right a, he has a white beard um yeah what, what's uh interesting about that though is like when you do look at that story and you think about he gives first of all man free will yeah so there's freedom and secondly, he gives them all kinds of all these other things that he can do except for this one restriction. Yeah. And what's interesting to me is that uh, when you think about bon evil, you think about it, what does it do? It, it binds you. It bo it's bondage. It's control. Yeah. And so freedom is not the word associated with evil. What's associated with evil is always the opposite of freedom. And that's exactly what God was trying to protect Adam and Eve from. But he wasn't going to force them into it he was going to give them the opportunity to obey him or their, or reject him right and that's true freedom and that's based out of love for you is I, I guess like and goodness yeah if you would think about it the whole the i'm just saying this right now the whole idea of exactly that the idea of satan being the the hero to uh, uh, unshackle us if you will mm -hmm. that's like the 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 ability that that turned us into how do I say I'll, I'll rephrase this because God made us with the ability to disobey and truly have that freedom to reject Him in His Word. That just proves that we we aren't made to be robots that only obey Him. I yeah. mean, right there, yeah. that's the whole the argument that's made contrary to that is kind of disproven in the fact that there is the ability from the beginning. Yeah. And I wonder, uh, to me, the bigger question is, is it's a knowledge of good and evil. So it's an understanding of, when I think the knowledge, that word there is, is like, like the same word to know, like intimately. Right. Like it's, it's like, uh, you know, Adam knew his wife. It's not gnosis. Eve. Right. It's not. It's not yeah. book knowledge. Right, right. It's not just that. But um, so my thought was like, I wonder if the tree of knowledge and good and evil was experiential evil of, of good and evil in that way and bef if we would have never eaten from it we never would have experienced oh. like the innocence would have remained and the whole like lack of of experience of evil and and just in humanity so that's interesting because there's a lot of stuff obviously um it doesn't beg the question but the, you know that you'll hear people obviously the stuff that's written about in the gospels about jesus's teaching in his life he was 33 years. There's a lot of stuff that uh, th maybe there's even miracles that he 
healed the blind more than one occasion and they just used a specific instance to talk about a specific time that right. Jesus did for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of other stuff that ha that he obviously did on a day-to-day -day basis Yeah. that isn't recorded. So I was going to say, I wonder if there's, so just because it doesn't talk about it in the Bible, you brought up this really good point. That's where I'm going with it. That we don't even know if Adam wasn't tempted multiple times before that. We don't know that Satan that this was the hundredth time that he actually got Eve, right? Yeah, I yeah, I mean, we don't know that, but I'm I'm suspect that it was the first temptation that got him. Gotcha. I that's my that's my kind of theory. I think I what I I do think that if there and and here's the reason why everything that God removes in the redemption process is human effort. Hmm. So he has to um <laughs> you know, he we talked about this like the plan of of redemption was before the foundations of earth, right? The slain, <laughs> the the lamb of God was slain before the foundations of the earth is what revelation talks about. And so before the fall God had the plan for redemption because of his sovereignty knowing it all. And but he knew that that redemption couldn't come through the effort of man in any way. And so I think that in the, and this is the beauty of the gospel, right? Jesus is the one that did that and, and is the only one that could do that. And my thought is, is that if, if a bunch of temptations came, it would seem like it would present human yeah. effort to be able to reject them prior to, to maintain perfection. Gotcha. Yeah. But we were utterly defenseless and we were and and it was a deception and temptation Correct. combined. It wasn't just temptation. There was deception involved with it too. So that's the deceptions what robbed the innocence, the the rejection and the 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 temptation to to disobey God was what what caused the sin to enter the world. Yeah. You know? I just want to go ahead and say Yeah. I don't anything that I necessarily say, I'm doing the, I, I'm not saying that I ask believe it just, right no yeah. i just want to give the listeners i'm stepping aside and just giving you the inside baseball that i'm kind of playing the devil's advocate and asking questions that yeah i think most people might come up well it was a great so question stepping back into <laughs> it, no i remember and we were talking and we do this all the time we're like yeah. well what if this or what if that and it yeah. may not even be what our position is right you know on it i just don't personally. want people thinking i'm not like some heretic or something <laughs> oh yeah our podcast has no influence, so you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, it's true. All so. five of you listening. <laughs> <laughs> so. But, um, yeah, that, that, so that was a cool question, like the purpose of the tree in the garden. And I, I enjoyed thinking about that a little bit, you know, and um, and I'm glad I found this pretty concise. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm comfortable with that answer myself. Yeah, and so we actually don't do a lot of apologetics, but, you know, this is also for you guys. Um, if you have questions. Yeah. You should send them our way. Yeah. I can't answer a lot of them, but, um, but yeah, so anyways, hopefully this, that helps. That stumped me in my personal life. Yeah. And there you go. So there was another, another thing too that there we talked about. Thing. Do you want to explain that one or? Yeah. Okay, good. Cause I think you'll do better than me. Okay. So during this, uh, during my drive, I was listening to something and, um, I was listening to a, a question and answer session kind of thing. And the question was, so there's these verses in Genesis that I'm going to go ahead and read and okay. I'll give some context to it. And then maybe, maybe the listener will pick up on the question that I'm going to ask, but 
Where, where are you in Genesis? Genesis 4. Okay. So Cain, Cain has just killed Abel. All right. So I am, I'll start at uh, Genesis 4, 13, just to give some context. Okay. Uh, wait, actually, I'm going to skip back a little bit. So Genesis, uh, Genesis 4, 9. Then the Lord said to Cain, where is Abel, your brother? And he said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? He said, what have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. Now you are cursed from the ground, which has opened its mouth to receive your brother's blood from your hand. This is God talking. When you cultivate the ground, it will no longer yield its strength to you. You will be a vagrant and a wanderer on the earth. Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is too great to bear. Behold, you have driven me from, driven me this day from the face of the ground, and from your face I will be hidden, and I will be a vagrant and a wanderer on the earth, and whoever finds me will kill me. So the Lord said to him, Therefore, whoever kills Cain, vengeance will be taken, upon, taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord appointed a sign for Cain, so that no one finding him would slay him. Then Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and settled in the land of Nod, east of Eden. And this, this, this last verse was the one uh, when I was reading before the podcast that I didn't talk about before, but it leaves credence to my question. Okay. Uh, it says, Cain had relations with his wife and she conceived and gave birth to Enoch and he built a city and called the name of the city Enoch after the name of his son. And then it just goes in, but... There's a couple things in there that uh, maybe people don't realize it, but it begs this question when he says, uh, so Cain says, I will be a vagrant and a wanderer on the earth and whoever finds me will kill me. So whoever finds me yeah, yeah. is one of the words. The second one is that the Lord says, uh, he, he, you know, he, the, I'm reading out of the NSAB, but it, the other versions say he, they put a, he put a mark on Cain so that no one finding him would slay him. Mm -hmm. And then the, the last one was the thing that, uh, Enoch built a city. <laughs> okay. So if you, if you're not jiving with these, yeah, to use the term whoever and for God to place. So whoever, if Cain's talking to God and God knows everything, mm -hmm. and he just killed the 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 third out of four people on the planet that are you know on the whole planet. Why wouldn't <laughs> oh. he say, "If my parents find me, they're going to kill me"? Right. Why wouldn't he you know say specific terms? And why would God need to put a mark on Cain so that the you know right traditionally Adam and Eve wouldn't find him because they know who he is. They know he killed him. Right. So, and then the whole thing about that he built a city. Right. Um, so granted that one could be, okay, maybe it's hundreds of years that Enoch built his own city, but why would he need to build a city? Boom, 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 boom. If there's other people on the planet at right. the time. Right. Outside of what the biblical, so uh, this to, account says. To summarize what w your question would, that in your mind was, okay, there's the people we know about that are recorded. Yes. Were there other people that were not recorded that were existing, coexisting with Adam and Eve? Yes. And so and my, their offspring. So there's a couple questions. Okay. A uh, couple versions of this. So, A, 
was there other people that are part of the lineage of Adam and Eve? Mm -hmm. So other brothers, other sisters, um, you know, obviously Seth comes to replace Abel, but were there other brothers and sisters who, I guess, incestually had kids right? and other people. So there's other people on the planet. Yeah. Or, so that's question A. Question B is, or were there other people on the planet outside of the lineage of Adam and Eve in the same vicinity, theoretically, mm-hmm. um, that were also created either after the fall, before the fall, or, you know, Right. Were there other people that either existed from that same lineage that of Adam and Eve? That didn't come from Adam and Eve. Or were there people that did not come from Adam and Eve? Right. Okay. The answer is yes. <laughs> 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 so I kind of look at it this way. Um, a lot of people freak out when they find out that Jesus had brothers and sisters. Right. Um, and like we know James, like most people know James was his brother, but he had other brothers and sisters. Sisters, like we don't even know any of their names. Right. Like we don't know who they were. Um, we only know like one verse in, I believe it's in Matthew's gospel, but I'm not positive, where he just says, where are my brothers and sisters? Right. Because they say, hey, your brothers and sisters are here. And I actually, I take that back. There might be another verse that speaks of his siblings as well. And he's not speaking for the people, like right. my brothers in, in a global right. sense. No, it was like his legitimate, um, I think it was a... a, a I, okay, I may have made a mistake, and I this is off the top of my head. I don't have my yeah. No one's going to hold you accountable. Yeah, but um, you know, there may have been another spot where I think he was speaking, and they were criticizing Jesus because they're like, "Isn't this the guy from Nazareth that like he's Joseph's son, and he doesn't he have like other brothers and sisters too?" Yeah. Like there was some mention of that, but I don't know if Jesus himself mentions it other than that one place. But um, there was mention in the Bible, right? Yeah. But a lot of people freak out when they hear, they're like, "What Jesus?" Didn't have, they think of him as this only child that like was raised in this, you know, perfectly sanitary place. And so, what it does is our minds. I think our minds, when we read these things, we isolate to the words on the page, and we don't realize that the words on the page can only contain so much of the story, and there's more going on outside the words of that page. And we know that because of keys and clues that are given to us. For instance, like he had to go build a city where he went and built a city. Well, you don't build a city if it's just you. Right. You build a hut and you just fight off dinosaurs at this point (laughs) or whatever, you know. (laughs) I'm just kidding. But so if there's a need for a city, then obviously there's more people around. So then the question begs, which is what you're asking, is did they come from the incestuous, you know, we and, and it sounds horrible to say it that way, but it is, it would... That's the standard... Scientifically, that's what it would be, That's right? the standard question that, a response that Christians, I, I guess, typically I've always heard growing up is, well, how do I respond to this? And pastors, youth pastors are just like, you know, you have to believe that, which I, I'm not saying this isn't wrong, but this is the answer that I always heard. And it was always kind of icky. And they always preface it by, yeah, you know, it's kind of different back then. You know, God's sovereignty made sure that there weren't going to be any practical birth defects. You know, like well, those kind of answers is always yeah, what I heard is yeah. God would take care of it. And it wasn't the same right. as incest now it was almost like permissive will god lets it happen because he had to and but he also took care and made sure there wasn't any right massive birth defects right right and um 
And and I've heard also heard that like so sin causes birth defects, and so sin spreading throughout the world, it the effects of sin would be more ra- ravaging. The closer you are to the the inception of sin, uh, the less ravaged you would be. So right. it wouldn't have its effect. So I've heard that, um, which would mean the pure, the pure, more pure chromosome. You know, yeah. Um, whatever. It's late. I'm. I can't speak. Uh, so you know what I'm saying. But um, here's what I would say to that. I. So we know based on the clues of the story that there were other people. Did they come through incestuous, or did they come from other? families now it's very very possible that god made other families it's also very very possible that because they lived to be so long and so old like 900 years old was methuselah right he was like or i think even adam lived to be 900 years old um but they lived to be so long just think of what middle age is 400 years old right yeah so you're in the 450 years old how many kids could you have in 450 years even if you just took the window from like like say say we don't start having kids in, from like 20 to like 40 so there's a 20 you know a 20 year window but we live to be 80 so 20 years is one fourth of our life so for a hundred out of 900 years old or even if you say you live to be five, 400 years old 100 years of that life are going to be having kids how many kids could you have in a hundred years? You could have a lot of kids. Almost a hundred if you had one. <laughs> you could probably have more than a hundred kids in a hundred years. Twins, yeah. Yeah, you know, so my thing is, is that, um, so my thing is, is that because of the length of life, the expansion of of families could be much quicker and much more, like, you would have many more kids than t- traditional today what we're dealing with. So would you say that the the so Look, okay I get what so you're saying. Here's so here's where I get hung the up. The dispersal of the chromosomes, um, you know, it's possible for them to have three or four generations that are so far removed from each other that there wouldn't be birth defects because you could have, you know, Eve's kid has a kid has a kid has a kid, and then that kid. Has relations with, a, with right. someone else who's from a different kid's 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 kid. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, basically, that's what we're. If if Adam and Eve were the progenitors of of a human race, then we're dealing with that right now. Yeah. We're so far removed. So could like they get on the pyramid? Yeah. We're on opposite ends. Right. Could they be so far removed that it wouldn't even genetically show up? And I think there's a possibility of that. Yeah. So. There's that there's that side of it. And the other side of it where this is where I love the thought of it, but I'm I can't get there yeah. in my mind, like theologically, is were there other like other people that were created by God um outside of Adam and Eve? So you have Adam and Eve in the garden, and then were there people outside the garden that were made and living before Adam and Eve were evicted out of the garden? And that's where I get like hung up on because it's hard for me to imagine God doing that because the garden was the place to be. That was the place to that was that was the place to want to be to remain. That was where, when they were evicted out, they put angels in front of and they blockaded it, and then the flood hit it completely. We don't know where it is now, but um, that we want you know back to Eden was the thing. Yeah. In fact, there's record. Uh, in, in fact, the whole reason that Cain and Abel 
got you know they had their thing and Cain killed Abel is because of they were going back to offer make an offering to God in sacrifice um, at the place where the angel was guarding them from getting back into the Garden of Eden. That's where they would. That's where traditionally known that they would go yeah. back to go. So they even had still visual access to the garden, but they just couldn't get into it. And so it's hard for me to think of families outside of that mm-hmm. existing from God. So I lean personally that, yeah, it's Adam and Eve, lots of kids, lots of time, boom, 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 boom. And um, so you think about how that would work and you're, it's not so hard to wrap your mind around it. That's me. Um, and then we also don't have dates in in these stories with Genesis. We don't know how old Cain and Abel were. Right. What if Cain and Abel were like, what if they were both like, you know, in their 90s when they got in this big fight? Or one was in their or 90s and one was in their 60s. Their or, 600s. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, like, who knows? And so at that point, the population. And the other thing, too, is, is I did a study once on the population of the planet at the time of the flood, and it was about... Uh, and it was they, the estimates. It's hard to be really sure, yeah. but based on these type of things, like that we're doing right now, they say that the estimates that it could have been up to seven billion people on the planet at at the time of the flood. That's where we are right now. Yeah. So, and it actually could have been quicker than it, to to get to that point, um, because it's more than likely before the Pangaea. So, which the flood, in my opinion, caused the Pangaea, which is where we had the separation of the land masses. At, at the receding of the waters and over time that happened. So that's, so you could go anywhere on the planet and it was all one landmass uh, more than likely right? at this time. So that lends itself to being easy too, to spreading out, dispersing and being, so you have like a whole clan of people go to the North and they grow big red beards and they, <laughs> you know, carve out trees and they look like Vikings or whatever. Uh, suddenly that's your, they have their own, group of people they're marrying within their own group and continuing on and that's why they all have red beards or whatever you know what i mean so genetically it's not it's i don't know all the details i'm obviously not a biologist or you know we need to get dr lou wing on here and talk about it he actually we should have him back on again and talk about this thing but uh but i since i'm not a geneticist i can't tell you what those factors look like but it makes sense to me to see that we could easily move past those um, danger zones, if you will. Yeah. Because um, I think right now, isn't it, it's like legally, and this is so creepy to think about, but modern time now, I think it's, you can legally marry in most places in the country. First cousin. No, no, no. <laughs> First cousin. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I think after like third, you're safe because that's enough uh diversity that it's not i think honestly i think first cousins can get married Legally no you second. i mean don't ask me why i know this sec- oh, all right <laughs> yeah i i thought it was further out all right because... austin the sticker maker tells a second cousin <laughs> <laughs> but uh also noah with the after the flood like he had three kids how did they right do it? i mean they mm-hmm. had to have their first cousins yeah 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 also the nephilim some of them were nephilim <laughs> that's the thing like even so, with Cain and Abel and all that, the Nephilim were around. It's true. I'm gonna. Um, I need to. Uh, I need to. I'm gonna Google. You keep talking. I'm gonna Google real quick. What's the legal uh, marriage for between? Can first cousins get married? 
<laughs> I just want to build up the suspense. <laughs> but I was going to say... Don't ask me why, FBI. <laughs> asking for a friend. Yeah, asking for a friend. <laughs> my wife's going to be like, um, I saw your Google search. What's... <laughs> right. Asking for my first cousin. First asking cousin for my married. first cousin. Uh, it's illegal in about half of American states. First cousins. Yeah, marriage wow. between first cousins, however, is legal in only about half of American states. So that means... 20, 25 states. Well, there you go. Do you want to know if Virginia's on that list? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you have a hot cousin? No. Yeah. <laughs> That's always going to be the answer. No. Nope. Even if you did. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. It looks like Virginia is uh, first cousin marriage is legal. <laughs> doesn't do a thing for me. <laughs> that piece of knowledge. Well. Ironically, West Virginia bans first cousin marriages. <laughs> wow. Well, they've had to by now. Ironically. Because yeah. it's an epidemic over there. <laughs> there's one, two, three, four states that it's a criminal offense. Texas is one of them. Oklahoma. Well, that doesn't surprise me. Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, so there, there you go. go. So there was... And then there's, there's some that are banned with exception. So I wonder what that means. Yeah. You didn't know before you got married? Oh, you didn't know. Yeah, that'd be a good yeah, one. Maybe. I guess so like if you're a Mormon. Well, I was going to say, I know in the certain uh, ethnic yeah. communities, um, it's almost, it's required to have... You have to do a, a, a DNA test to make sure that you're not too closely related because the uh, homogeneous population of a particular yeah people group um, is very select. You only breed, you only <laughs> you only marry within your own. Uh, you said breed. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, I know you're that, saying. Let's not jump around. It, you only breed within the same people group yeah and if the group is relatively small compared to the rest of the world you want to make sure you're not marrying too close into it yeah so and there's some people groups that you can marry your brother to get into the states of the united states that is true you can marry your brother and uh yeah and and, and then divorce him. divorce and then marry another guy yep and then divorce that guy that guy and, and then, then have an affair with another married guy and and you can go from religion to religion from like muslim to christian back to muslim is that what she did one of her husbands was a christian wait so the white guy she's with now is a muslim i think he's a christian oh so and he's white so yeah we're talking about rep, rep the the representative ilhan omar yeah um, She's one yeah. Of my so, anyways, favorites. so to sum it up, was there other people during Cain and Abel's time during yes. the murder? Yes. yes. Where'd they come from? We have no clue. <laughs> we have no clue. <laughs> Maybe they were the spore. The spore. The what are the with the aliens? They the spores seeded the seeded the panspermia. Panspermia. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The uh, in the yeah the aliens came down and made sure we didn't uh, breathe too closely. Yeah. To one another. The alien gods were looking out for us. Thank you, Anunnaki alien gods. Anunnaki, yes. So. That was um that was interesting, man. Those yeah. were great questions. And you know what's funny is like we concisely did this in, in a, you know, in a, in a, well, in a good time here, good time frame. Yeah. With some banter. It went on forever when we were talking about it last week. Yeah. It was like, like a two hour conversation. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of other stuff we talked about that we didn't That's touch true. on now. That's true. That would probably maybe 
make up for a good episode <laughs> later on. <laughs> oh man, I am, and you know, look, listener, I just want to apologize. The technical things happen all the time, and we just happen to get it. The the lottery fell on us this time. Yeah, I think this yeah. is a good podcast. I don't know why you're apologizing. Well, I was apologizing because you know, I I, I apologize for apologizing. <laughs> I'm one of those guys. Sorry, but, uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for interrupting. So anyways, uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And um, give us your address so we can yes. mail you a sticker. How about that? Yeah. Do give that. Us your address. Partner. And uh, we'll mail you a beautiful All Out War sticker that's like latex and or wait, or no, vinyl. waterproof. Vinyl, yeah, They're, they're high quality. They're not cheapy. Yeah. They're super high quality. It won't fade. It will look fantastic oh and you had an idea too remember you were talking about the uh if you can send if you can like uh tag us in a photo <laughs> put it on instagram on where you stick the sticker not on you we don't want to see that um but someplace else that's creative and unique where it might get some attention so if you put it like on say illegal not no place illegal so if you own a building in <laughs> right. downtown new york city if right. you own I don't know, Trump Tower. <laughs> and you have the legal authority to put a sticker yeah. on the front door of that. Right. We will send you another sticker That's to right. make we'll, up for it. And you tag us and we see it. We'll we'll make sure you're rewarded for your... your uh, and again, this is all completely legal. It has to be legal. Do not... Don't hold us accountable. Right. It has nothing to do with us. Right. We don't. Keep it legal. We're not asking you to do but, this. But... Be creative. Be creative. Yeah. Because that'd be fun. That'd be that'd be fun. That'd be legal. Fun. Keep it legal. We're not telling you to do anything. Legal <laughs> legal's always fun anyways. Yes. Right. Anyway. So yes. yes. So give us your D DM us. Hit us up in DM slide into our DMs, right? Is that what <laughs> is that what the kids say today? Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks for listening. It's been a great podcast. It was. Nothing to apologize about this, no. my friend. But we are gonna apologize for you not being able to ever hear the podcast that will never ever release because oh, right. it yeah. doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. The one that we recorded the earlier. The one that got away. Yeah. So, hey. And we will never tell you who it is. That's right. That's right. We'll never know. Good luck trying to figure it out. Could have been the president. Could, could have been, been a really big deal. It could have been Donald Trump. They don't know. Could have been anyone. Could have been. <laughs> could have been my cat. I don't even have a cat. But it could have been. Could have been. Right. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll catch you next time on All That War. All right. No, stay hydrated. I forgot. Stay stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. See ya. Thanks for listening to the All Out War podcast today. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you want to know more, you can visit us on the web at alloutwar.us or you can find us on Twitter at alloutwarcast. Hey. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.